Hey guys, welcome to Creativity Level Zero. I'm Steve. And I'm Jim. And let's just get right into it. So Jim, uh, what have you been up to this week? Hey Steve. Thanks hey, for Jim. asking. <laughs> I feel like I'm on a, on a new show. Uh, on a new this, show. This week, I feel like, so I didn't actually see the Groundhog, but I felt like this week spring started. I could uh, feel why is that? I could feel the allergies kicking in this week. <laughs> I went for the Zyrtec this week. So that you, was you felt, you felt that pollen attack in your, mm -hmm. your nasal passages already. Mm -hmm. So that was the highlight Ooh. of the week was the <laughs> was buying Zyrtec. Was buying Zyrtec. <laughs> um I also had this new chocolate milk which I hope they sponsor us if they listen. Okay. There was an ad on, in on Instagram. Yeah, there was an ad on Instagram. That's actually where I saw them. And okay. it was called slate chocolate milk. And slate. yeah, and they made it very Starbucksy, where it comes in a can like a thin can like a Red Bull can. Uh huh. But it's chocolate milk. So you're cool when you buy it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, that's like one time I bought canned water. What? It was very interesting. Yeah, about canned water. It was called Liquid Death, and it was just water. But it was legitimately, it was probably the best water I've ever tasted. It was so crisp. You know, and it I was, think cans give a crisp taste to certain things. Yeah. Like bottles kind of give a taste to other things. Right, like I right. like soda in a bottle. Yeah, um, me too. Right. Yeah. Or a good example is like when I have iced tea. If I have Snapple from the bottle, it tastes way better than from a cup. I don't know why. Well, I think the glass bottles also yeah. do something different than plastic bottles. They do. Or aluminum cans. Yeah. yeah. Is it I aluminum? Think glass is the best, but the most yeah. expensive. I agree 100%. <laughs> now, is it aluminum or aluminum? Uh, we're in America, so it's aluminum. Okay. But, just just check. Uh, yeah. Any of our UK listeners, if we have any, then they would be aluminum. Yeah. Aluminum, aluminum. <laughs> yeah, so confused. I'm already confused. Yeah. So yeah, I got the chocolate milk and they had three flavors. They had uh chocolate, dark chocolate, and like a coffee something. So I got okay. the chocolate and the dark chocolate. Because I love chocolate milk, but milk and me we have a love-hate relationship. <laughs> I love well, it. You love the milk, but the milk hates you. It hates me. Um, so it's always it's always a gem to find like a lactose free chocolate milk that doesn't taste like garbage, right? Because lactose free tastes like garbage. It does. And so the chocolate tasted terrible. And I'm sorry, I'm already giving away the sponsorship here. We just we. You said their chocolate milk is it's, awful? it's good. So the the regular chocolate maybe that's a hard pass. If we're sponsoring them, maybe we just don't mention that one. <laughs> That one was bad, <laughs> but the dark chocolate was really good. It was really good. It was up there with like chocolate milk that I would buy again. And I did buy it again. And wow. so, yeah. So that was the highlight of the week truly was trying this chocolate milk. And I did not drink it out of the can. I actually put it into a glass because okay. I couldn't, I couldn't bring my, if it was like Yoohoo and it was in like a glass bottle, I would have done it, but it was in a can. So I, I don't know. It just felt a little weird. Yeah, and I will say an embarrassing. You were supposed to be fancy. You were supposed to be fancy like Starbucks. That's right. I, I, well, Starbucks comes in those bottles. They're fancier. 
Right, right. But I, I will say an embarrassing moment. The the so I had two of them. The the chocolate one, and this is the one that sucked anyways, it didn't matter. On the side, it said shake. And I was like, Oh, that makes sense, it's chocolate milk. It's in a can. Yeah, I didn't think about that. <laughs> So I shook this bad boy and I opened it and it just fizzed everywhere. Just a fountain explosion. So wait, was this chocolate milk carbonated? No, it's not. Maybe it was just like, I don't know. Maybe just vacuum sealed. Like nitrogen or something to keep it fresh. Maybe. Like chips. I don't know. So yeah, the so the dark chocolate I didn't shake and I could tell why they said shake it because when I poured it in, it all came out and then like chocolate syrup almost came out at the very end and right. then i had to stir it with the spoon uh, so okay. that was the highlight i will i will tag them on instagram to let them know. okay yeah um so yeah how was your how was your you saying how bad one of their chocolates one of their milk well they'll fast forward through this part they're probably fast forward <laughs> listeners <laughs> yeah so my week's been interesting um like you said it's finally starting to warm up Today, I mean, it's crazy that last week I was in a jacket. Today I was in shorts and a t-shirt in the afternoon, and I went to go play soccer. Wow. Yeah, my first outing of soccer. It was great. I was. I How was, exhausted were you? I, I, it, it's great because I, I got there and I was so amped to start yeah. playing. And I ran for what? five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just dead. And I was literally panting and I could taste iron in my throat. I was like, oh my God, I think I'm bleeding in my throat. My <laughs> I <lungs."> know that <laughs> feeling. <laughs> I mean, it got so bad at one point that I felt nauseous while running. I was like, That's perfect. guys, I need to play defense because I got to stay back. I can't, I can't go up anymore. I just got to, I got to stay back for a bit and catch my breath, you know? And uh, yeah, so the whole time I just remember I was just being super vocal. I was like, ah, the, <laughs> those win the winter like stockpile is just uh, killing me now. <laughs> you know, I think the weird, I think it's mainly like never running in, in a year because that's, oh, yeah. the like, yeah, yeah that's I was playing soccer in the fall, but just during the winter, it was absolutely no cardio right. whatsoever. And so now all of a sudden abruptly playing soccer again, like, no, your body was like, what are you doing? It's this is not, not ready. This is not our new normal. <laughs> Did you win at least? Uh, I don't know. We didn't keep score until like the end when we were closing, we were stopping. And then they were like, okay, best out of three goals wins. And so they scored first and then we scored. So it was one to one next goal. You got to win by two. No, no, no. We uh, just said best of three. What's the point then? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, no, you could go two and no. I guess. Yeah, but then what's the point? <laughs> First to win by two, I guess, would be would be better to put That's it. That's true. Um, but, yeah, so it was next goal wins, and guess what happens? I steal the ball and I score. Game-winning goal. Yeah. Yeah, I felt good. <laughs> now, now you're playing against people at the same skill level as you. Yes, yes. Actually, I might be like one of the better people. That's that that's how play. I like to play soccer now too. <laughs> I think when we were younger, 
I didn't mind a challenge. I didn't mind playing better people. Like I didn't want to blow out, but I didn't, right. I didn't mind better, better teams. I didn't mind losing. We were really good at blaming each other back then. So I didn't mind it, but, sure. but now I don't, I don't want to try. And <laughs> the last time I tried, I got hurt. So <laughs> leaving it at that. Yeah, no, this, this, like, I'm also the youngest person there. Oh, that's an advantage. Oh, no, there is a younger person that plays with us a lot. But um, the majority of the people um, are, over, like, closer to 40, over 40. Yeah. So they're just yeah. playing for fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And we're not playing very serious. We're not, like, slide tackling or anything or taking each other's legs out, you know. No old school Steve of just right, shoulder right. charging people off the ball, you know. So I uh... – I actually, I don't know if you remember when we were going to play soccer together, there's that place near me and, uh, to do the league. Um, and they, they sent out an email because like, uh, the seasons are going to be starting soon. And, uh, I, I replied to the guy starting now with, with COVID still, still they, well, they were playing all through COVID and I just, what? yeah, I mean, I guess they wore masks, but I think. I mean, I guess I guess I shouldn't be that surprised. I've seen a lot of people still play sports, and yeah. with our COVID yeah. numbers the way they are, I'm not surprised. <laughs> you know? I mean, I think outdoor is like okay. Um, yeah, but, but we, yeah, we, even soccer. in soccer and stuff like that, though, you're, you're right kinda, next to someone. You're right next to people, and you're breathing hard. Yeah, you know? and people are spitting everywhere because yeah, you know, basketball, soccer. Right. Yeah, I mean, maybe baseball. I would be okay with. Yeah, there's a lot of fluids. Yeah. I mean, it's very common in soccer when like you're sweating and like you're just bumping into other guys all the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, I emailed the guy to be like, oh, not this season because this is the spring season. Like maybe in the summer season, I'll I'll sign up. And I asked him, uh, what were the leagues like? Because due to COVID, they restructured everything. Right. And I wanted to be in like what they used to have considered like the casual league. But it was like casual, yeah. but you knew how to play. It was like, okay. you know what I mean? Um, yeah. It wasn't like the A League, but the B League. This was more like the D League. <laughs> because <laughs> the place where I play is the place where the Philadelphia team plays. Okay. So that's like the official, like the travel competitive teams. They all play there. Right. So like their A League is like the, you know, remember we used to what were those things called? The Olympic development programs, ODP. Sure. They used to, they, yeah. that, that would be like a, and then B would be like really good people from college who like still play. And then C okay. was like people who played, but didn't get a scholarship. So they're still way better than me. And yeah. then, and then there's like the girls league. That's still better than me. <laughs> there's a few of those. And then there's, there's, there's two leagues. There's the, Anybody can play co-ed league, which right. I did once just for one game. And that was a little too casual. That was just, you know, people with their friends after work. Right, right, right. You the, were dribbling through the whole team. Yeah. Well, yeah, they, well, they weren't really playing to be honest. They were just kind of like kicking it back and forth to each other and, you know, talking. Right. And then <laughs> the, the level above that was the league I tried at the all guys league and I was getting smashed. So I had to downgrade into that middle section of the co-ed league of the not talkers. I don't even know what to call it. 
<laughs> and, and so that's how that's how bad it's casual who just want to do something for... yeah we're like i feel like i can play with the people right 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 yeah yeah yeah, yeah ours is just pick up soccer and so you get who you like, get we just we just like text a bunch of people whoever comes comes and then we just make teams and just play it out you know that's yeah. the best i think because that's free yeah yeah absolutely so um yeah and we just play like by this guy's house in a field that's the best you know? yeah we just have cones i think he stole from some some like concert everybody steals got, cones got concert like names on the side we're like where'd you get these cones it's like uh, i can't really tell you <laughs> <laughs> he's like i hope you can't read it's like plastered <laughs> on the side of the cone <laughs> yeah yeah uh but yeah it felt really good to be out and about um playing soccer again and uh yeah other than that though i found out that i think i can get the vaccine soon is that from today's conversation yeah today's conversation yeah so i yeah. didn't reply to that but i um but i did have some thoughts on that I do okay. have a few people I know our age or younger who got the vaccine due to similar situations where they essentially considered themselves in one of these categories. Right. So like my sister, for example, um, has like some sort of a asthma type of a condition, got the vaccine. Right. Um, one of our mutual friends, uh, his parents, no, his, his uncle, who is like, 40 or 50 definitely not old enough to get the vaccine on age right. got the vaccine for the bmi test um, right right and so i think that's really common and right i think it'll have to be a, a moral choice for you of what you want to do yeah i mean i think as long as i fit a category i don't i don't think i mind because i i've been just waiting my turn and so if I just fit a category that they say, then it's my turn. That's true. You know, so I, I, I really I'm it. surprised you didn't fit just based on job too. I wish I did, but no, my job didn't count as, although I work in pharmaceuticals, it doesn't count as medical. Yeah. And so like, it's weird. It doesn't count as like medical supply chain, doesn't count as medical, like essential workers. Yeah. I'm an essential worker and I go to the lab every day working on pharmaceuticals, you know, and I am part of a company that's helping with the vaccines, but you know, the, <laughs> it is what it is. So we'll right, see, right. we'll see, we'll see. What well, it is. I also texted you about that program that I signed up for. Um, Dr. B, I think it's called. Oh yeah. 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 The government's running uh, some money through that program. I think uh, where, because all these different labs, all the different, because all the different testing locations aren't linked on quantities of vaccines, this is the way that they're using the spare vaccines. And when I, yeah. when I signed up, the idea behind it was they said when they open a case of vaccines, they have six hours to use it. And people, they said 30% of them get thrown out because people get. Well, so I asked uh, one of our mutual friends, his parents got it. And I asked him, I was talking to him about this. And he said, yeah, my parents got it. And I said, oh, and he's like, yeah, I scheduled in three places. 
And I was like, oh, okay. It makes sense. You never know who's going to have it. But then he's like, but when you call them and tell them I'm not coming, it doesn't matter. Like they're, they already schedule the stuff in advance. So now, yeah. now it's just, you know, whatever. Just lost product. Right. Yeah. And so the idea behind this is you sign up for the service and they text you. And then I think they said within, you have to message back within 15 minutes and you have to be able to get to the pharmacy within 30 minutes. And you'll wow. get a vaccine. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. That's 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 crazy. But yeah, I've had uh I've had some friends even our age that just got it that way. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's that's probably how I'm gonna end up getting it because that's yeah, fine too. Yeah. Yeah, this I don't want them to waste it. Right, right. Don't waste it. Let me let exactly. Me... exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Though I did see some statistics on the efficacy. Um and I think the efficacy was pretty high for severe illnesses for all of them, right? For all of them. Yeah. 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 The Johnson and Johnson, the, the Johnson and Johnson one was the only one. I think we talked about it last episode that the, the efficacy of like, just not getting it is, is like only like 60 something percent or like 70, yeah. Low 70 yeah. percent. but uh, hospitalization, like in it's severe is at like close to 90. So. Right, right, right pretty good yeah so i don't think i don't think i care which one i get same same get. it'll just honestly it'll just be nicer for like when we see our friends and family you know yeah I, i'm still gonna wear a mask when i go out until right. they tell me like it's safe so did you so did you know today is the one year anniversary of covid Jim? today today on today our on our podcast day yeah, on our podcast day is the actual one-year anniversary since the um, World Health Organization declared COVID a pandemic. Yay! Happy COVID-versary! <laughs> we did it! We lasted a whole year, guys. <laughs> I'm not prepared. I don't have a speech prepared. You don't have a speech prepared? No. Uh, what? That was That's what I was counting on for the rest of the time here was your speech. Let me see if I could make a COVID celebratory hat here. <laughs> it looks very covety thank you <laughs> it's as much as anything would anybody would expect something from covid times so yeah. it was a so yeah so so i wanted to take this time since we had our this one year anniversary of covid to reflect on this entire year oh that's cool yeah it's a cool idea so so i found i found some stuff of like actual how life has changed one year after the pandemic okay well, let's start with let's just start with with you first what are some what are some things that you have done differently in your life in this whole year or like how you how you like things have changed for you and then we don't want to make this super depressing so True. can you see if you can think of also any silver linings okay things. okay so it's funny you say this because I spoke to my parents this week and okay. my sister and her husband just moved out because they oh, had wow. to go to a wedding and my okay. parents didn't want them to like go to the wedding and then come back all covid -y. Right. So <laughs> um, Yeah, my uh my mom's friend just went to a wedding too. But somebody at the wedding had covid and now everybody's catching covid from that wedding makes sense it makes sense well so my sister's still not good to party yeah my sister's 
This is her second or third wedding. I think she did two weddings and a baby shower. And in all the other ones, they wore masks. Um, I didn't ask her about this one, but I'd assume she did whatever she felt comfortable with. And Right. now that uh, she got the first dose, I don't know when they got the first vaccine dose, you know, she may be more inclined to not wear a mask. I'm not sure. But long Right. story short, that happened, right? So I'm talking to my parents about, and they were telling me how lonely the house was without the two of them there, right? And it got me to, th they were asking me about what, what, what it was like with COVID. And it was interesting because I said, um, this last year, whenever we spent time with people, we wore our masks. And that stopped us only from really eating together. And it made me realize how, this is silver lining here, like how insignificant eating together really is, where we're like our, our, <laughs> to our, a lot of families it's not especially but, italian families are like other close-knit families yeah yeah, but like, I'm still just as close with my family and my friends after this year. And we, yeah we, it is still like a luxury that's right. And it, and it made me think about like how big of a deal we made that. and how it really didn't matter. Like, right <laughs> really, I mean, even when I see you, it's just like we eat for 10 minutes and then that's it. It was like 10 minutes of our day. Like we're hanging out for eight hours, you know, 10 minutes of Right. it. Oh no, like we're not gonna hang out for 10 minutes of this whole day. You know, it's like, <laughs> Good. I need a break from you. You I know, know, eight I hours. know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I think that's something that changed for me this year. I real, I guess I realized that The eating together uh, wasn't wasn't as important as I thought it really was, um, because I think I agree with you. Sitting together and having like a meal, I think as people literally say, breaking bread with friends, you know, and family. It's like that's very symbolic and significant. But at the same time, I didn't do that this year, and um, it turned out to be okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not the. I think the thing is, if it's like a consistent thing. Oh yeah, if So it was for multiple if forever years. from now on, you just would never sit with your family. I bet you, Oh yeah. you it would not be as close as For sure. you. Yeah. Granted, you don't live with them anymore, so it's not like you. You know, you would see them every day and then just not for like and not for dinner, you know, Yeah, but yeah. I do think that like being at the dinner table is, is one of those times that you're forced to just, you know, talk to each other That's right. because Well, so, well, so think about, there's no distractions of TV or games or anything right. like that to, to like force situations. It's just straight up talking to each other. And uh, that's very beneficial to. increase social bonds. That's right. I, I guess I probably said it poorly. Um, like a good example would be when we would hang out very often, we would all go out to eat. And that was like a thing. We would like look Right. forward to it as a group. You know, and all different groups of friends would all go out to eat. And like, usually it could even be up to twice a day. Right. And now Right, we right. didn't do any of that, but still, you know, we were able to have fun and enjoy ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my wallet, the silver lining is my wallet is thanking me. Oh, <laughs> not mine. Been able to save a lot more money from not going out, you know, drinking or, you know, restaurants or anything like that. So I feel like I spent twice as much this year. Really? Because now I'm paying other people to get me the food that I'm already eating out.
Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Like, so you do have to pay that fee for the delivery. The fee. Grubhub expense is so high because you're paying a delivery fee plus plus you're paying a tip on the yes. thing. And I'm all and I always pay and taxes. <laughs> and I always pay like a somewhat reasonable tip because I don't know what that guy's gonna do with my food. So like I gotta be careful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gotta be careful. I had a guy steal my food. <laughs> you had to steal your food? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ordered. I thought I thought I talked about this on this podcast. Oh, you but... did. You were missing an, an item from your order. No, no. I just flat out the whole order was gone. What? Yeah, yeah. You could see on the on on the app the driver, and he was driving from the restaurant. All of a sudden, he took a different turn. I was like, "Where is he going?" Where's this guy going? Because you can watch him in real time. Yeah. And then, and then all of a sudden, it was just like the order was canceled. I was like, what happened to my food? <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> I so, was waiting an hour for this So food. did you, but did you have to pay for it? So I was able to file a claim with Grubhub and then they just reimbursed me the full amount and I had to just reorder it. Oh, so so he literally stole it because he literally because oh, yes. he picked it up under your name and was like, "Hmm, this looks good. I'm quitting Grubhub anyway." Boom. <laughs> I guess <laughs> it wasn't even like like that important of a meal. Like it wasn't that expensive. It what, was what was it? It was wings and fries. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I would risk my Grubhub career on wings and fries. Yeah, <laughs> and let me tell you, those wings and fries. They're good, but they give you diarrhea every time. Oh. <laughs> oh. Those the ones that, are those the ones that I've never had from that place that you go to. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. I'm glad. I almost had yeah. them one time, but I was like, yeah, I'm not. I, I'm not a wings guy. I'd be okay never <laughs> eating chicken wings. You might have to have had to stop on your way home. Oh, okay. One of those. Is one it was it, is it worse than? the amount of cheese i got in that cannoli or whatever i got not cannoli, cannoli. um calzone from that pizza place oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, i mean i mean it's not i don't know what it is about it it's just it just has an adverse effect to your stomach oh. but it tastes really good okay so, yeah. Th that's <laughs> like that TikTok that i sent you which which it's getting it's getting crazy now that i sent you a TikTok through instagram but, I, mean, I guess this everything's is, getting intermixed this is the world we're in but That's yeah right. there was the guy who was like talking about being lactose intolerant and then and they said to him like how do you live your life without eating ice cream and he's like did i say i don't eat ice cream <laughs> he's like I deal with the consequences. <laughs> risk versus reward <laughs> how i live life it's how I yeah live life. i mean i i have many friends that are lactose intolerant and a few of them take lactate pills mm -hmm. and and that's fine i just i guess i just don't want to <laughs> i'm kind of in the same boat yeah yeah and it's always you know it you always feel good yeah I'll, I'll i'll take the lactate pills if i'm with somebody who's lactose intolerant and takes it i was like Oh yeah, send some over here. Yeah, I'll take yeah, some yeah, yeah. But I ain't you going know. out of my way to get it. Yeah, I ain't going out of my way to get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my toilet's seen worse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what about? Anyways, going back on topic. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. So anything else other than 
Ooh, let's see. Uh, I, I wasn't prepared to answer this. Let's see. Another thing. Um, that's a good thing. I'm trying to think because there's a lot of bad things. It doesn't things. have to be a good thing. I mean, just like how your life has changed in this one year or like things that you've done differently. Okay. Well, this... I will say that I reconnected with a lot of people. I'm sure a lot of people have done this, uh, whether online or on the phone or whatever. Essentially, people can't do the things they want to do anymore so they become more bored and they they run out of their regular friends so now they start reaching out to the second layer of friends so you were one of those other friends i was definitely a second now. layer for some people yeah and you know who you are <laughs> but yeah those those people uh reached out and, you know it's always nice to hear from them you know and then catch up um right right so that's nice so that's interesting so you're your social life has actually gotten more social. More social. Yeah, I did not do any of the reaching out uh, to those individuals because okay. I'm, I'm fine just in my video game world. But I think <laughs> I think most people need that. Right, right, right. Yeah, so I did that. Uh, we also had a lot of... Uh, it didn't affect me directly, but a lot of people buying and selling houses near me. In fact, everywhere. We, we have... A, a mutual we have a few mutual friends that bought houses this year um, right to both of my neighbors moved two people across the street moved i had four people move in like just a few months so around you around me which is kind of crazy yeah. housing has just been crazy recently yeah yeah i think it's a yeah it's been crazy for a lot of people are buying and selling right now yeah yeah but i mean like i don't know I'm a, i think i'm a bad person to ask for this question because I work from home. I work from home normally. So, so I guess I guess that's true. Because Jim, before the pandemic, was working from home already, and like only seeing people maybe on <laughs> on weekends, like one day a weekend. Well, we and, had the we had the, know, the clicks days. Didn't go see his family too often, but he would talk to them on that's the right. phone a lot. And so, pandemic hit, and Jim, you know, still worked from home. That's still right. only saw friends every now and then, and right. virtually, and. Still, maybe only saw his parents. <laughs> well, I like do. Nothing. I do miss some stuff. <laughs> like I'm part of some groups. Like every week, we do the clicks games. Um, oh, that's I, right. Right. I'd yeah. I'd go. I go to. I go to the gym, and I do have like two. I don't want to call them friends because they're not. Maybe like acquaint gym acquaintances that we would like. Be like, hey, what time do you go? I go at this time. Okay. And two of they used to work at a contractor for my old company, so. Um, you know, I'd hang out with them. Um, I have, well, now that my neighbor just moved, but my neighbor and I used to go like dog walking for people and, you know, we'd get beer after work. There's a, there's a place right down the street. So like there right. are things we would do, but yes, in general, working from home is like the number one thing, because when you're in the office, you spend so much time out of the house commuting at work, socializing with all the, all the people, all the plebs. And then That's right, right, water cooler talk, right, water cooler talk, and then you guys, you could go out to lunch, you could go out bowling after, whatever you guys do after work, right, drinking. I I remember that life, but we are at that age, and and I don't want to group everyone in here, but we're at that age where a lot of individuals at our age are married, and they are very much, I need to go straight home to my family, and right. so. Um, when I started working from home, that was already happening where there was a group of people our age who like we were trying to hang out with, but they would, 
slowly dwindle down because they were having kids and married and stuff. Right, right. So, yeah, that's why I was kind of okay when I went. Okay, I went. okay. So what yeah, I mean, uh, so for me, I a lot of things have changed because I was a very social person. And, you uh, were? Was, yeah, I was a very social person and I had I saw people... Oh, you know, oh yeah. I thought you said person. I thought you were saying you're not social anymore. Oh no, no, no. Well, it's not as social. <laughs> no, no, no. I get you. <laughs> yeah, pretty it was it was so frequent for me to Oh yeah, you were every people. day you had something. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I remember every day you had something going. Yeah, exactly. So I was I was very active going out to places or meeting with people or um that's why yeah. you're such a nice so guy that, that took like a huge dive so um it has been you know a little relaxing honestly yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you get to you it's get to that I, it's not that i don't like socializing that much but it is it, it does tax you at some point where you're just always doing something but um yeah now now it's not been it hasn't been too bad and i socialize here and there and it's a lot a lot more virtual True. Uh, but, but I still get, do physically go to work. Sorry, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say, but you get to you get to now like not to say the other times weren't as meaningful, but now since you don't see them as much, the people you see, it's probably like a bigger deal. It's like, oh That's I'm, true. I'm excited now. Like I'm like we used to hang out like every Friday after work. And it's true. It was yeah. fun, but I was never like Oh boy, I'm gonna see Steve. It was kind of like, well, this is Friday, so this is what we do. <laughs> you know, you didn't think that. What? No, I didn't every, think that. Every Friday, you say, oh boy, I get to see Jim. Well, because I and knew I couldn't have. I find out you didn't have the same feelings towards. Uh, me, so. well, it really was the food choices <laughs> that was the problem. I, I really, I never had Canadian food at your house. I really <laughs> missed out on that experience. Right. <laughs> yeah. So. So yeah, so that that's changed a lot. Um, haven't gone movie theaters were always my favorite thing to do. Haven't done that. Oh, that's um, right. You do love the movies. Year. I love going to movies. Yeah. Why don't we? Why did we never do a movie thing? Remember, you were telling me about like a movie, a movie rental. We have enough people in the area we could rent it. Yeah, theater. yeah. I just still don't feel comfortable being in a whole movie theater. What if it was just for, our like, friends? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, but I don't know. Like you'd have to separate throughout the movie theaters. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Because you'd have to eat popcorn. Like it's an awkward circumstance, you know. But just, just we'll get vaccinated, and then everything will be fine. Right. We don't have to worry about anything. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, but um, some of the silver linings of it all. Um, I've started to learn the piano. You know, we did. We started this podcast. Hey! Which a great for us over here and that's for you right. guys for entertainment. Yeah, that's right. That's a and that's a big milestone in and of itself, because there's a lot of trash out there on the internet, and <laughs> and we're definitely not. not we're not any. that right. And, <laughs> and 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 in all earnestness here, uh, and that's a word I don't say every year. So there you go. There's a new word I used every year. New COVID <laughs> word. Um. We did want to put something out that was funny, but that everybody could listen to. And I was just talking with my coworkers about it yesterday. A lot of the funny podcasts and a lot of the entertaining ones are, you know, vulgar or, um, 
you know, sexualized or political, et cetera. And we do try to keep it light and we try to make sure that everybody can listen no matter who's in the room. So that way, you know, it's something different and something casual that everybody could do. That's right. That's right. You could still be funny without being vulgar. Oh, for sure. Yeah. We're proof of that. It might be funnier with some vulgarities in there. That's right. That's right. I think we still manage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah so some silver linings I, we got to you know got to do a, a few more things over here that i definitely don't regret and i don't think we could have ever done it or i could have ever done it without something like this pandemic happening right um allow us a little bit more free time yeah <laughs> that's right <laughs> all so, right so go ahead oh you're gonna say no something? i think you're gonna say it okay i was gonna say so let's start on this uh this article. So this is an article from fortune.com and it said how life has changed one year after the pandemic started. And so it has a few things, it had a bunch of things, but I just chose some highlighted stuff that we should, we can talk about. Um, so one of the biggest things, and I think Jim has already mentioned it is working from home. Hmm. So it said by June of last year, 42% of workers in the United States were working from home. Wow. That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. I actually thought, I actually found that it was a lot less than, than I expected, but I guess it goes to show you how much, how big of a proportion of the population is actually considered essential workers. So kudos yeah. to all you essential workers, including myself. Well, I think I think they also go into the office. I think I'm that, sorry? that if that's a true statistic, unfortunately, I think a lot of people who lost their jobs during COVID would make that number go higher because they're not counted anymore. And they used to go that's in true. like waiters, waitresses, a lot of individuals who don't have that. So that sucks. That's true. That is true. Yeah. I mean, it says it said 42% of workers. So yeah, so it doesn't obviously it wouldn't take into account right. unemployed people, but yes, yeah, I'm sure it would be a lot. That percentage might be lower for people that lost their job because a lot of um, people who were in that had to go into places lost their job. You know. Yeah, and I'm I'm actually really thankful. Yeah, and I'm thankful for this lasting so long because there used to be a stigma at these larger companies about people in general being lazy and being unable to do their work from home and i don't know if anyone out there listening has experienced it but i've experienced it where i i need to stay home for whatever reason on a normal day i'm getting something delivered or they're going to fix something in the apartment or whatever the case is you don't want to waste a pto day so you want to work from home and if your job allows it you know and you can actually do your job from home you know you'd want to and the reaction was always like, oh, is this guy going to be working or is he going to be watching TV all day? You right, know? right. And I think... He's going to check emails all day. That's right. Know? And there were some companies <laughs> like Google and Amazon are good examples um, and Microsoft where they didn't allow working from home. They were really strict about it last year. And right. now tables have turned. They have to work from home. So now, you know... When COVID's over, they're going to have to decide, are we going back to the way we were? Or are we going to still allow people to work from home? And if we go back, how are we going to convince people to come back? Because they're going to be upset. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's gonna, that was a question I was going to ask was whether these can continue. But before we get to that, um, I do want to um, expand on what you were saying. Yeah, there's a lot of companies that 
didn't realize how efficient people can still be working from home and how much money they're saving oh, yeah. with people working from home. Now that they don't have to cover the cost of utilities or, you know, janitors or anything like that. Unfortunately, the janitors probably, you know, are losing their jobs, but um, which is which is the bad part about all this. Right, right. Is the people who do require people to be there to have a job, like lunch, lunch people or <laughs> yeah. cafeteria workers or janitorial workers. That's unfortunate. But um, a lot of companies are seeing the value of people working from home a lot more. There was, as you said, a stigma that people working from home just pretty much wanted a day off without taking a PTO. That's right. You know, that's right. <laughs> but now they had to, they were forced into a situation to set up a system for that's people right. to be able to work from home. Um, and I'll go through statistics later about, about working from home, but, um, it's it's proving to be you know people working from home like are proving to be efficient my sister uh who works for a news agency um for tv production um they i i think they said that they're just probably going to keep them permanently working from home because it's working so well with people working from home and it's just going to save them so much more money for people working from home yeah in addition you're you have less traffic because there's less commuters, so, you know, so people are probably making things safer because there's less commuters in cars. Oh yeah. You know? So people actually work more when they work from home in terms of total hours worked. I'm not going to say they work harder because I, I can't speak for everybody. Um, but I do know having worked from home for, for many years on the last, I don't know how many jobs I had to let me work from home whenever I wanted. Um, what ends up happening is because you don't commute, you're kind of like expected to always be available. And what ends right. up happening is like you can't just shut off your computer at five o'clock or whatever. It's like if an email comes in later, you're like, well, I'm already home. I can just do a little whatever. They need me to update something or create something. Yeah. Right. And so I think the companies get like you said, I think they get a little bit more out of people because of it. Yeah, actually, I was going to mention that later, but it's OK. We can mention it now. Um, there was a study out of Harvard, and they found that the average workday is actually 48 minutes longer. People are working oh. 48 minutes longer on average. Wait, you said than they did than they did working like in an office, working from home. Harvard said that. Yeah, Harvard Business School. Oh wow! So public. if you if you guys are in Harvard Business School, feel free to contact me. Drop out. I could have told you that without the study. <laughs> right. just 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 you see you saw it here live <laughs> yeah i think they did a study on like three million people like, oh, okay working from home or something and they found that, that yeah that was just a, i'd expect that, that yeah i was actually surprised that was i was even surprised that you even guessed that people work more at home um i figured it was about the same amount of time because i i don't know if people can just be like you know, it all, I guess it would depend on what your work is, but maybe doing something, then like doing something at home and then coming back to work. So I feel like people aren't really structured in the nine to five. So maybe that's what's influencing them is that like, since they're not structured and they took, you know, other breaks that they they feel like they their workday is just intermingled with the regular. Well, that's exactly it. I mean, there's usually two types of jobs. You got a widget producer 
which is like, I need to make so many things by the end of the day, by deadline, right? That might be like um, any type of job, like uh, I'm a graphic designer and I need to update five pictures by the end of the day, right? You could do right. that anytime you want, but you got to get them done. And then right. you have the other type of job, which is like, I need to give, uh, you know, guidance to or review or present something. And that's more of like a manager job or supervisor job where you're talking for most of your jobs. So you're not producing, you're talking. And right. in those jobs, your, your quota is the amount of meetings that you have. And so for both jobs, what ends up happening, because I've had both types of jobs and I've worked from home for forever. Um, the widget job, you always feel like, I'm just going to get these out done as fast as I can. And you do it as fast as you can. But then you realize that like, hey, I did them all. And someone else on the team or something comes up and they're like, well, you did all your stuff. So can you help us with more? And so it's this perpetual day where it just <laughs> never ends of work. So I, I, can, I definitely see it. And at my company right now, we have a policy where um, on your calendar, you know, there's like, you could schedule a meeting on the calendar. You could right. also block off time to show what hours you're like, quote unquote, working. So what okay. we, what we our, our policy is you, you can have 12 hours blocked off. So for example, you could work seven to seven. Five hour work day? Meaning that if somebody wants to get in touch with you and it's outside of those hours, you're not expected to get back to them. Okay. So like, for example, I yeah, do no, like they expect you. No, no. To get but, back, so to, like to for get back in the 12 hour workday. No. So, so for example, I do, I do seven to seven. And so if somebody from Ireland wants to set a call with me, they could set a call at like seven in the morning, mm -hmm. but they're not going to do that every day, but they could. Right. So, you know, it's, it's those that flex thing, right? If somebody wants to send me an email at like seven at night, they could, and maybe I'll reply. Right, right. So that's what I was getting at. It's like the days just feel longer, even though you're right. If you had to go to the dentist or whatever, like you can just go. You don't have to tell your boss at work. <laughs> I'm taking my- I need to leave work early today to go to the dentist. Right, and they're so, like, oh, yeah. Slacker Steve again. <laughs> Always booking those dental. That's right. He's going to the dentist six times <laughs> this year. Well, then he know that eventually all teeth fall out. <laughs> <laughs> Why does it matter if he does it now or later? <laughs> I, I did have that issue a lot when I was in the office where I'd, I'd want to do errands near my work. You know, like right. I need to return something to a store or stop at the post office. And I would try to do everything during lunch and it's just not possible. No, no. <laughs> Unless you're very, you have a very lax lunch policy. Nah, yeah. never had one of those. So this kind of feeds into the second uh thing and that's a distorted sense of time so we kind of just mentioned it yeah but because um the pandemic has kind of destroyed people's routines you know alarm wakes me up at seven i get up i do my mor morning routine i get in the car i drive to work do my nine to five get in the car go home right maybe go to the gym maybe you know eat and then just chill until I go to sleep and repeat, rinse, repeat. Yeah, it sounds rinse, like repeat. the American dream right there. <laughs> That's what they try to convince you of. Yes. Right. <laughs> but now that like people just wake up, Whenever. I don't even know. They change out of 
pajamas and then just like go to work, like just like pop open their laptop, go to work and do random things. And their work day is like intermingled with their regular day. Yeah. You know, and that at the same time, you know, not many people are going out and doing stuff. So there's a lot less scheduling going on. I think right. a lot of people are having a distorted sense of time, you know. I'd agree. Yeah. And so that was when I was going to bring up the the 48 minutes longer thing because of that distorted sense oh, of time. Well, we got that ahead of time. Yeah. <laughs> but it was another study done by John Moore's University in Liverpool. Wait, wait, ask me that, the, wait, 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 wait. Ask me the thing so I can guess it. I want to I want to guess the study. Like like ask me the question. Are you a statistic? No, like like ask me the thing that they were trying to figure out and then I'll I'll tell you what the study would be. Now that I got my Harvard business degree, I want to get my John Moore's. Okay, so John Moore's University in Liverpool. Okay. And it's just talking about how many, what percentage of people feel a distorted sense of time. They feel a distorted sense of time. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I would say some. Some? Oh, 20%. It's not a lot. 20%? Yeah, I'm going to go with 20%. It's actually the complete opposite. 80% of people in 80, this study. They, you know what? This was asked in the UK and everything's backwards in the UK. That's that's why. That's why it's Australia where the toilet flushes in reverse. But you know? they speak backwards. So yeah, so 80% of people That can't be true. The pandemic, they, 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 yeah, it was a legitimate study. Yeah. And uh how did they ask they, that they, question? Their, their their study size wasn't that big. I think they only asked like 600 people. But how did they ask that question? I mean, it was just generic. It was just like they're just like, how long do, have we been talking? Do you feel that during this time, the time has been going faster or slower for you, or about the same? You know, just like a general questionnaire. That has nothing to do with that answer, though. That is exactly what has to You'd do. You'd have to the story at the time is just like, oh yeah, during this pandemic, I've, I've, it's been just dragging, man. It's just been every day. You ask, like, you can ask anybody. You ask anybody on any day how the day is going. They're never going to say timed perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> well, 20% did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those are probably but the aluminium. It, it was equally matched with people feeling the time going faster and the so time I'm, going slower. That's what I'm saying. 40% said faster, 40% said Bogus. Slower. Forget that study. Where was this? John Moore's? <laughs> John Moore's University. In, in I've never Moore's. even heard of that place. So. Yeah, yeah. And, but... What, what they found kind of made sense, which was that the people who felt in general, this is in real life anyways, that if you have a busy day, you feel the day goes by faster. Oh, sure. And if, you have a, if you're having, if you're like on a slow day and you're kind of depressed because of this whole thing, really feels a lot slower. So sure. if you guys are feeling that this pandemic is just dragging, you know, you just gotta, you gotta, you gotta think positive. You just gotta do more things. That's right. Or try to do more things and that'll speed up your day. You know, yeah. it's interesting you brought that up because when the pandemic started, I was telling you my days were going slow because of the pandemic. Right. And, and then, I said they were going fast. Right. And then my work just ramped up and exploded. And then I, I did would, no work and I was playing video games all day long. I know you had like a month off. <laughs> And then I was just like every day, it was just a grind. It was like, wake up, work, sleep, wake up, work, sleep. And I was like, it's Friday already again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what other statistics so yeah, we got okay. over there? 
I'm sorry. What other statistics you got over there for me to guess? I like to, I like to talk about statistics. Yeah. Okay. So the next next thing we were going to talk about is working out from home. Okay. You got you got like a a little a, a maybe around less than ten minutes for this. Yeah. About about yeah a little less than ten minutes. Yeah. Working Don't out worry. from home. I could I could working talk, out from home. I could talk to that so, one right now. Of the gyms and many outdoor exercise areas, and we've we've experienced that before. We tried to play tennis. A lot of the tennis courts were oh, closed. I even. forgot we couldn't yeah, even play tennis. Courts, soccer fields—they closed everything down during those times. Oh, we could play tennis time. now. We should do tennis next time we hang. We should. We should. Now that it's warming up, I'm yeah, yeah. That'll be yeah. good exercise for us. <laughs> Last time yeah, we, we played... ran soccer once. <laughs> I, I distinctly remember the last time we played, we were soaked. It was just, you were, I think I wanted to keep playing and you were like, I think I'm physically done, Jim. Like we just yeah. covered in sweat. Well, that was a hot day. That, that was, was a hot, hot day. That was also the same time we were doing the DDR. That's right. Yeah. We decided to do that in your garage oh, on a hot so day hot. and then go play tennis. I was oh, like, that's, that's right. We played funny. after DDR. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it was an exhausting day that day. Yes. I'm surprised I even drove home. <laughs> but yeah, so working out from home, a lot of people have had to switch to that. And so um, how many people do you think switched to working out from home percentage? Does that percentage include people who did not work out before? Yeah. It does. Yeah, and it just it just includes in general how many people have started no, working it's out. Not. It says how many people have switched. Okay. Was the, the actual statistic. Okay. So, so I'm gonna who went to the gym and started working out. So, so this is a complicated this is a complicated question. It's multifaceted here. So I'm gonna break it down for the listeners. So for those who don't know out you're, there, you're really consuming my 10 minutes here. Thank you. <laughs> for those who don't know out there. Gym equipment is incredibly expensive at home. And I only found out because Steve had two dumbbells at his house. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll get two. And then it was like a dollar per pound, I think. And I was like, this stuff is so expensive. Forget it. It's not even worth it. Like, I'll just lift water bottles. So there's water <laughs> So there's there's that. So I know it's expensive. So there's that. So I know some people dropped out from that. But then I also know, based on my gym, there are some people who continue to believe COVID doesn't exist, and they that's a very strong correlation with gym goers. And I don't know why that is, but that's at great. my gym, they did everything they could to keep it open, and not only that, they packed it in, like. I went to the gym, I think once, I think I told you, like I went to the gym once and I was at like two in the afternoon and there weren't a lot of people there. And I was talking to the lady. I'm like, oh, this is like really great. So few people, there must've been like five people in the whole gym. I was like, I feel fine working out here. Right. And I was like, this is great. She's like, yeah, come anytime. Not a lot of people come. The next time I went, it was after work and it was packed. Like as if it was January 1st. And... <laughs> I just Always turned. The time to go to the gym. Yeah, You're I, never getting I just turned around, but when I looked in there, people were like literally masks around the neck, you know, masks like nose open. Some of them were just like mask on one ear, just you know, if they weren't right <laughs> next to. Yeah, and 
And it was the kind of thing where like, you know, a certain type of person does that. And then I just found it interesting that like those same people were all at the gym. So. That's right. Well, I, I think it would be, I think it might be because a lot of the stigma for like death deaths related to COVID had to do with people who were not healthy. So I feel like a lot of gym people might consider themselves in peak health, you know, That's right. in like peak health, you know, like physical fitness. And so they're like, ah, even if I catch it, I'll probably be just okay with it. Yeah. That's right. That's so right. No I'm, I'm pretty sure that might be the case with it. I think you're like, spot yeah. on. And that, yeah. I mean, that no regard for society is a systemic problem that we, we have. Yes. <laughs> But yeah. So, so I'm, I'm, so I'm thinking to myself, there's that group of people too, that wouldn't switch. Right. So I'm going to go with, uh, let's do around 75%. Wow. That's so good. The answer was 76. Hey! 76%. What, how what, many, how many of those? Wait, what university was this? From? So I got my degree. Sorry? What university was this? So I could get my degree for this. <laughs> I didn't write this down. I don't remember. Okay. When I was like, stopping to look things up <laughs> um if you guys want to know where all things are there's links all throughout this article on fortune.com um but anyways uh how much percentage of these people do you think say they prefer now working from home Ooh, prefer Ooh. i'm gonna say things into game yeah i'm gonna say like 56 percent <laughs> 56%. Okay. That's about average. Yeah. Um, it's pretty close. It's actually pretty close. The answer is 66%. Okay. Okay. A little above, above 50. So the majority of people actually prefer working from so home So I now. feel, but so the thing is, I feel like that's what people would have said, but I don't believe that's their true answer. Because <laughs> if you ask me what I prefer, I much prefer working at home, working out at home because I don't have to work out all the time. That's right. But That's like right. when you go to the gym, you have to work out. You're there. Yeah. You drove there. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. If I want to get ice I feel cream. like the motivation of going to the gym is the biggest That's right. hurdle. That's right. In, in doing a workout anyway. That's right. If you're home, I think it's a lot easier to just be like, eh, the stuff's right there. Let me just go do it for 10 minutes. You know? Oh, okay. <laughs> you, you have a good mindset. You must do it a lot at home. I'm... I, I even got that band that we saw last episode from my friend. The That's most right. I used it was last episode. So... <laughs> well, at least you gave it the good old college try. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So, some more stuff about this. Um, something that you, you witnessed, Jim, is that because a lot more people are working from home, they, we've had a shortage of dumbbells, treadmills, and stuff like Peloton bikes. That's right. I wanted to buy a dumbbell set. And right. I wanted to get the adjustable one. I was like, let's save money. Put them all into one adjustable thing. All sold out everywhere. The only ones you yeah. could get were ones that were like great deals on Amazon. And I knew that was from China. And I was like, no way. <laughs> like, no. The weights are just going to slip off the sides. <laughs> yeah. And, and Amazon started doing this thing. Uh, I, I mean, they're not our sponsors, so I could say whatever I want. They started doing this. The, they did the eBay thing this last year, which is where, which is where they decided to, instead of validating 
the seller, they allow the seller to sell directly to the customer. So it used to be where when you bought something from Amazon, Amazon checked to the seller and or received the product themselves, checked it and sent it to you. Right. Now they allow you to sell without even Amazon doing any vetting. So of course. what China's <laughs> right. Well, what China's doing now is they're selling all these knockoff products. They'll sell it to like thousands of people. The account will eventually get reported. They'll close it and open another account and do it again. And right. Waits is a good example where, you know, you start to see a bunch of fake five-star reviews and then all of a sudden the one stars come in and you're like, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah. They forget that they're copy and pasting and they're like, great peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> it's you can always tell when it's a fake review. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so actually another thing I'll just say it. Um since we mentioned Peloton, Peloton sales have actually doubled in the most recent fiscal year. Oh, good for them. And they had an increase of four hundred and seventy-two percent of downloads for their app. Is Peloton a company? Like, yeah, can we, are they like a publicly traded company? Oh, I don't think so. Oh man, I should have bought some Peloton stock. <laughs> Here we go. It's, in a, it's no longer the GameStop. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that kind of segues into the next thing, which is a shortage of products that we had this year. Okay. So everyone can remember the first month of March we had incredible shortages of toilet paper. Oh, right? yeah. Toilet paper. Great, getting. The great toilet paper wars. That's, That's right. right. <laughs> and then we followed, it got followed up by Clorox wipes. That's right. And Clorox wipe just recently released that they can fin finally normalize availability by mid-year this year. So it's wow. like going to become like a normal, like able to meet up, meet with demand well, now by mid-year this year. And all the generic brands caught up. Like I just buy yeah. whatever the generic brand is now. Well, even a lot of these stores started making their own. So I mean, it's literally just like alcohol, like a liquid. Yeah, and lemon. <laughs> <laughs> lemon scent. That's right. <laughs> so something I didn't know happened because I don't really use this. But in June, there was a shortage of coins. And that's because a lot of stores we're either asking for electronic transactions, like through, um, you know, credit cards or from right. your phone, or exact change. So that way they didn't have to do any money exchange. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so there was a shortage in coins in June. Yeah. And uh, many stores actually ran out of merchandise because of the whole shutdown we had in spring. They were just afraid of another shutdown. And so they didn't order a lot of stock. Oh. <laughs> so in general sense. you guys have noticed that's probably why is that they didn't want to overstock their stuff because usually they'll like order pretty much a set they'll be like every month we order 20 of these right it's like oh well now we ordered 20 of these and we'll wait to see when we order another 20. right <laughs> <Huh>. yeah <laughs> and usually they're pretty bad at judging when inventory doesn't that's hard yeah yeah um, next thing is a change in appetite. So this I've definitely appetite. seen myself. Yes. Like more. Where right? I eat out a lot less and I've been buying a lot more canned and frozen food. That's been, I'm sorry. Why is it, why are you making that face, Jim? 
I've I've experienced the total opposite. <laughs> really? <laughs> I I you would a lot more. It was kind of like I rarely ordered takeout. You've been to my house many times where we've picked up food because right. I don't like the idea of paying someone to bring me food like Dwight. I don't want to pay <laughs> like $5 plus the delivery fee for this, right? Sure. But once you start doing it, then you're like, forget it. It's just like an extra $5. That's I'm just going to take it. I'm just going to. And I've been right, doing right. Take the hit. Take the hit. right. Yeah. I've been doing at least twice a week eating out, not including weekends. Okay, so and that's an increase. That is an that is an increase. I used to only do once a week eating out, then weekends, because right. usually I would go to the gym and then eat out after the gym, like a true American. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, so when I get my Taco Bell Tuesdays or Taco Bell Thursdays, depending on what it was, it would be like, I'm going to get Taco Bell today, so I should exercise. And that was like how it made sense. Right, right. Right. And now you're just getting Taco Bell just for the sake of Taco well, Bell. Well, Taco Bell, I don't I have had... elastic bands at home, Jim. Just... <laughs> Dude, speaking of which. I one hand the elastic band in the other. <laughs> I haven't had Taco Bell in months. I just want to say that. Wow. Months. Because we had the chicken challenge. That's and, right. That's and I've right. been on a sushi kick. Yeah. I know uh... we're getting close to time here, though, too. <laughs> okay. So let's get into the last one before time runs out. This is going to be the, longest, kind of somber this is the end. longest episode, Steve. <laughs> like, this, this is kind of like a somber end. Um, but it's a rise in mental health issues. And we that's see... <laughs> why, why are we talking about that? <laughs> so because i really like the way they worded it and they used a quote from wandavision the you're gonna spoil wandavision, wandavision uh, on our show it. it's a good quote but if it's it a said, quote it's gonna tell oh my god here we it go. said the quote was for what is grief but love persevering okay. that's a spoiler How is that that's a spoiler? a spoiler alert in reverse that is a big spoiler that's not a Spoiler? That's the whole punchline of the show. That's the one. <laughs> that's like that was... saying, that's like saying, hey, go watch Avengers Infinity War. And they're like, oh, if you could tell me one thing about the show, what would you say? Everybody Snap. dies. <laughs> that's, and, not, that's not a quote from it. <laughs> or you could say the Thanos quote where he wants to bring balance and kill half the people. Right, sure. Right. He does he's in multiple He sentences. says that in multiple times. I cannot yeah. believe you just spoiled that. I didn't spoil anything. Oh but anyways. God. So in other words, grief is the feeling of losing something we love. And so and we lost a lot of things during that pandemic. And actually remote help apps, by the way, guys, if you need help for any sort of psychological things, it's a good thing good thing to seek it. There's nothing to be ashamed of for that. Right. And they have been there. There's been a lot of things remotely you can do. Um, and remote apps have actually surged 150% to 300% of downloads. Wow. So, yeah. So there's Good been a lot them. of people that have been struggling these days. Um, but just stick in there, guys. Um, just there, there's... We, We've made it a whole year and we see the light at the end of the tunnel. Let me put and some so positive spin on this here. 
because let me put some positive spin on this because you're okay, just yeah. you're just putting us down here. No, so, no, no. <laughs> so for you guys, I'm out, on a somber note, but it's fine. It's fine. Okay. Well, there is some good news here, guys. We will be continuing the podcast for the foreseeable future. <laughs> Yay! Yay! So if you use us to get you through your day, that's you right. know, there's nothing wrong with that. Go for it. That's right. And if you need, we'll keep, we'll keep being there for you. Yeah. And if you guys need more content, the first thing I'd say is go back and listen to our episodes again. They get funnier <laughs> the second time. It's like we don't want to do extra work. That's <laughs> right. Go back, re-listen. It's been a while. You deserve it. Right. And then, second thing is this: this is the kind of thing that's it's always more fun with a friend. So feel free to listen with your friends and family. You know, on the car ride, throw us on. And then, if that's not enough call up your favorite restaurant and tell them about us and have them sponsor <laughs> us. And then we'll definitely Don't make more. <laughs> we'll definitely make more content for that food. That's right. <laughs> I hope it's a food we like. <laughs> I don't care. I would just do it for any food. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for joining us guys. If you liked us, you can check us out on any of the podcast apps. We're on Spotify, iTunes, uh, podcast. Uh, we're mainly on Podbean. We're creativity level zero, all one word. I think recently you can put us in multiple words and we'd, we'd still come up. Um, you can find us on Facebook, creativity level zero, and on Instagram, creativity underscore level underscore zero, the number. Thanks for joining. Thanks, guys.